So we welcome back to another one-on-one here with Jonathan Becker, uh, El Presidente of the San Jose Sharks. Hey, Jay. Good to be back on with Teal Town. And uh, to quote Monty Python, ask me your questions, Bridgekeeper. I'm not afraid. All right. Let's start with addressing the elephant in the room. Does Kevin Smith have a new Sharks hat? Were you even supposed to be here today? Uh, <laughs> thank you for remembering the tweet. Uh, I, I don't want to... Uh, discourage people from going to see Clerks 3, but yes, the logo makes a nice reappearance in the movie in an homage to the old way, not in not in exactly the same way. So it is worth... I haven't seen the whole movie, so I can't tell you how great the whole movie is. I'm a huge fan of, the, of Clerks 1, of Clerks itself. Um, but yeah, we, we got back into it. It was a little bumpy, but we got back in. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm a huge Kevin Smith guy. Dogma, Chasing Amy, Clerks, they're Love them I all. totally agree. But uh, have you ever played roof hockey before? That I have not. Yeah, neither have I. I to me, that, that should be a genre, kind of like street hockey. It should be roof hockey. Yeah, I, I don't want to see anybody get checked off a second story building, but yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> I will, however, AJ, next time we're in person at a game, see if you're a berserker. Oh, God, I'm not doing the dance, man. I'm not okay, fair that. enough. I might do the rap, but I won't do the dance. Okay. <laughs> So uh, obviously we, we can't talk about uh, Evander Kane that the statement has been put out there and we will let that lie. So we'll move on to what is going to happen for Sharks fans coming up this season. Let's start with the processes that are now in place for entering the venue. As I understand it right now, only people that are double vaxxed uh, are allowed entry. There's no more, you know, here's our negative COVID test. It's like, you must be double vaxxed. And as I understand it, you either must use the Clear app or have your physical vaccination card in hand when you enter the building. Is that correct? So, AJ, yes. A couple of clarifications. One is uh, we use the phrase fully vaxxed rather than double vaxxed because J&J is okay and that's only one shot. Gotcha. And the other thing is fully vaxxed is two weeks after your last shot. So if you get it the morning of, it doesn't. So for what it's worth, let's go with fully vaxxed as opposed to double just so we're in. Uh, we follow CDC guidelines, et cetera. The second is, uh, as a hint for fans, there's a strong preference to the clear app health pass because it will go through all the digital verification of making sure that you're on the, your state's website and it's not a fraudulent card, et cetera. If you bring a physical card, you might be in a longer line and it might take you a bit longer to come in. And so we will accept it if you don't do clear, but I strongly encourage you're going to get in a lot more quickly. Um, I'll also give you an exclusive hint here about coming in is um, we're experimenting, and I do mean experimenting, with some new technology that's going to replace uh, the metal detectors over time that are much more quickly. Uh, you won't necessarily have to open your bag. You may see that we've changed our bag policy as well. So we're, we've worked hard on fixing lines, if you will, getting in the building. So if everyone shows up with a physical card, that's going to slow us back down again. So let's encourage people to use clear health pass. Well, it's, it's interesting. You bring up this new kind of a, for lack of a better term, detection system in order to get in the building simply because I was at the giants game last Saturday and I was, I'm conditioned as a fan going as I start to unhook my keys, get my yeah. wallet, get my phone, wait for the, look for the tray to place them in and go through the whole system. 
and they were just waving people left and right. I could have walked in there with a whole cooler full of ice and, and, and beer. And they would have been like, yeah, go ahead. So I'm, well, just... I'm not sure whether they were let you go in with the cooler beer and ice. That's their own <laughs> policy, but there's increasing more technology. That's not called metal detector, but actually it's a weapon detector and it uses AI and other things to see whether the metal have you have on you isn't your phone, isn't your keys, et cetera, but is a gun and it gets better and better. It learns over time. So we're starting to experiment with that technology as well. Uh, by next season, for sure, I think we we'll, won't have any traditional metal detectors. If our experiment goes well in the first half of the season, maybe it'll happen faster than that. And you're going to start seeing them in more and more Bay Area venues and in other venues across the country. Oh, that. Okay. Love that. Love. And that is that the other thing that Sharks fans may or may not have noticed is we've gone, we were clear bag for a while, like other professional teams as well. Because of COVID last year, we were no bag policy. And I know we caused a lot of controversy. And if you follow me on Twitter, I said, look, we want to allow bags in, but this is where we are now. And so we've gone to a modest sized, I think it's five by nine bag as well. But the combination of that small bag and this new technology will mean in the future, we'll never, you'll never even have to open their bag. It's small enough that we'll actually scan it. You won't have to put it on table, et cetera. You'll just walk right through. Think uh, for those of you that are fans of uh, old movies, think um, Blue Sky on Mars. What's that movie? Uh, Total Recall. Oh. <laughs> well, see now here's I have to play devil's advocate. Okay. Uh, with that, because I does that mean seen... I'm the devil and you're advocating for me? Is that what you're trying to tell me? A little bit like that. Okay. I have I have seen some some people on on social complaining about the new bag policy, saying you know like that's that's not big enough for me to bring in the things that I need to bring with me or whatever. Um, and then of course the irony being that if you order or if you purchase something. From the store, from a merchandise kiosk, they literally give you a big plastic bag. Yep, here, you know to carry it around. But you're so. inside through security, yeah. and no, we're not a threat anymore. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but I have a feeling that cargo pants are going to be all the rage. <laughs> Potentially. Potentially. Um, now, getting for, for back those to that are uh, mothers that need diaper bags and stuff like that, we did say you can bring those in. You have to get them checked. Those will get X-rayed. But for everybody else. If you're not a mother, five by nine. There you go. Um, because of this uh, new technology, the new process, uh, at least for the start of the season, will the doors maybe be opened 15, 20 minutes earlier than normal to help this process along? So we're experimenting with that. That's preseason's experimentation for the team. Preseason will also be experimentation for us. Uh, we won't announce doors for opening night until we've actually had a couple of the other games under our belt. But that is certainly one of the things that we're considering. All right. And then once fans are inside, uh, food and drink ordering, merchandise purchasing, wow. how is that all going to work out? You want food and drink and merchandise? You may want some. Okay. Well, first of all, no restrictions like there were in the very short season. I think when we were open for six games last year, you can eat and drink your food and beverage anywhere you want. You may remember last year, you could only do it on the concourse. You can do it in your seat as well. Side note, you're supposed to be fully maxed, masked according to state and county and city protocols when you're not actively eating and drinking. So please don't just hold your beer or your soft drink in your hand for 20 minutes, not take a sip of it and say, I've got a drink. That's not what the protocol says. It says actively eating and drinking. Um, but we've actually gone to mobile ordering as well. 
So one of the things we're trying to do is reduce lines on the concourse. We all know when we have a sold out event, it can get pretty busy in the concourse as well, lines. So wherever you are, you can go to the app uh, and it, you, we actually have set up a digital wallet now. So in the same way that you use Apple Pay or, or Google Pay or any of those other lines as well, you can attach your credit card to the app as well. And you can order your favorite food and beverage from about half of the con uh, of the food stands. Not all of them just yet. We'll be adding more of them over time as well. And then you can um, be notified when they're ready and skip the line of ordering and just do the pickup. There's also some venues where you can actually order, pickup, and uh, and walk away directly there as well, all with swipe and digital. Do your own ordering. So we're reducing lines and human interaction. And will that also include like the beer kiosks and those? Uh... The, I know there will, although there'll be still somebody there checking ID to make sure that uh, four-year-olds are not consuming beer. Uh, you've foiled my plans yet again. <laughs> AJ, I think you're of legal age. I can't really tell because of the youthful skins, but I think you'll be okay. All right. Um, so merchandise purchases, same, same? Same thing. So okay. the infrastructure that we're using, in fact, there's another hint of the future is we're increasingly breaking down what sports teams have had of, they've got one merchandise partner, they got a different retail or F&B partner, a different partner for tickets, et cetera. And so to us, where we're going is money is money is money. A wallet is a wallet is a wallet. In fact, in the not too distant future, if you uh, couldn't use your tickets, you could still ask for a refund. You could try to sell them on the secondary, or you could just turn them into cash or cash, let's say, put them in the system, and then you could use them for F&B, you could use them for merchandise, you could use them to skate on shark's ice, and maybe eventually through some of our valuable partners, you could use them for their merchandise as well. So we're trying to make this uh, so you don't feel like, oh, I bought a bunch of tickets I can't use anymore. I've lost access to that money. That should be transferable to almost anything. Now, would you be able to... Uh quote unquote, exchange it for like uh, other events, whether it be a Barracuda game or concerts or something? Uh, for CUDA early on, yes. For concerts, that won't be in version one, but that is definitely in the vision of what we want to do. All right. And, and In fact, you might be able to exchange it for what we call fan experience as well. Uh, hard to get, upsell things, maybe game used equipment or pucks or something like that as well. So we're going to be adding more... When you see it launched, it'll be simple at first, but we're being, it's a platform we're adding onto. And so for like food and Bev, uh, are we talking like at some point, you know, this is going to happen, right? That your phone will know where you are in the building. So the food and Bev closest to you will be the first things that show up, right? Yes. Okay. See, we all know how the technology works. So, but, and, and maybe even though you prefer one kind of beer because you're closer to the other, it may be offer you a discount on that beer. And you might, if you're not that much of a brand loyalist, be willing to try that kind of stuff is coming. I like that. Okay. I'm good with that. Uh, a band yeah, because you have no loyalty to your beer provider. Uh, that's something we can talk about off the record. Uh, <laughs> I have to play devil's advocate yet again, technology. She's a fickle mistress some days. Is there some sort of plan B that if for some reason, whatever technology is being used to uh, scan the clear app, if something happens with food and Bev where the app goes down or that is cash and credit card and the, the what's your plan B? 
Yeah, so we let's roll back. For loyal fans that have been around for a while, when we first uh, announced digital ticketing, we went all in and we didn't have a plan B. It's probably, AJ, your memory is long enough. That's what you're uh, poking at. And uh, and now digital ticketing is, is pretty common. I think virtually every venue does digital ticketing. We've reinduced it suites. We are doing this in such a way that we are digital first, but we have an analog backup. So um, it's probably safe to say is if all our systems down, bring a photo of your vaccine card. If you don't, in fact, that's probably just good advice. Snap a picture of your vaccine card and have it in your camera roll. That's just wherever you're going, you're gonna find more and more venues, more and more restaurants, more and more other places are gonna to wanna to see a picture of that. Uh, Right now, officially, we're physical card only, but you know, in case technology doesn't work, that's a backup. Um, well, I, what? Well, I was just going to say, I believe I haven't, you know, I haven't gone through it yet because I just downloaded it, but uh, I believe uh, the new iOS for Apple's iPhone features in a some sort of ability to add your card to your wallet, your Apple wallet. So I read the headline as well. That's what it says. I haven't tried that either as well. So that's another possibility, and I think. Google probably has something similar in their environment as well, for those of you that uh, aren't iOS users. Um, but yeah, we, we still have credit cards, we still have debit cards, and uh, some people have misunderstood that we're a cashless building. We are cashless as a way of reducing interaction from uh, the person behind the counter as well. But for those of you that may use cash as your primary interaction, we've introduced the concept of a reverse ATM which sounds exactly what you think it is. In an ATM, you put your debit card in and cash comes out. A reverse ATM is you put your cash in and a debit card comes out and there are no fees. Actually, there are fees, but we are paying the fees on your behalf. So if you put a $20 bill in, you get a debit card, Sharks branded, nice teal with the logo on it. Um, and you can use that not for anything in our building, F&B, uh, actually you could use it for tickets if you wanted um, merchandise, but we've ungated it now. So you can use it anywhere that debit cards are uh, accepted. So you could even use it in your favorite watering hole outside the arena. And has, um, how's that rollout been? Is, uh, have we expanded? The, we're, are there, we're, are there... we're at, so uh, our two biggest events so far were Guns N' Roses, roughly 10,000 people, and the Colombian superstar Maluma, also about 10,000 people. Um, and the two reverse ATMs, one at the north entrance and one at the south entrance, seem to be about right. I, I forget the number, and I was going to memorize it because I assumed you would ask me, but I, I think they were used 200 times on one of them and 300 times on the other. I can't remember which was which, so I don't want to make it up. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if the Sharks audience uses it more or uses it less than concerts. I don't know. It is certainly possible that we will need more reverse ATMs. If so, we can scale up. Uh and then, so was the transaction level from a normal ATM and the reverse ATM about the same? Uh, interestingly enough, our uh, ATM doesn't get used very often on game day. So the transaction level of the reverse ATM is actually, so far, has been higher than the ATM. Oh, okay. And uh, given that we're cashless, I'm going to guess that the ATM is going to be used less and less going forward. You would, yeah, you would imagine. <laughs> Unless someone needs cash for something they're doing after the event or in the coming days and they go, oh, good reminder, I don't have to go to a bank. It's right here. Absolutely. Um, back to food and bev for a minute. We know that the Sharks like to refresh the offerings every season. Uh, we do. With, you know, obviously the, uh, what's everybody calling it? The unprecedented 
<laughs> year and everything. That seems to be the most overused word on the planet over the last 18 months. It's uh, unprecedented how often we've said unprecedented. <laughs> so has there been any refresh there? Lots. Are you still still? No, no, we, we've done some lots in, in addition to the digital ordering and all that. Do you think I should tell everybody or do you think they should be surprised when they come in? Uh, I mean, at least give me one and tell me organic coop is still there. Cause I yeah, organic that. coop is still there. Love it. Love. Uh, it. Although I will tell you uh, like everything else in the world, having supply chain problems, chicken is having a supply chain problem. So we're actually pre-ordering a lot more chicken than we would normally to make sure we don't run out. It's one of our most popular places. Um, give me all right. Uh, I'll tell you a couple. Um, I won't tell you all of them because one of the fun things, even for me, although I know them all, is wandering around going, when did this show up? Um, right. So uh, I, I'll start with the not very healthy side. Um, <laughs> there's a really big push for tacos, um, both traditional and very non-traditional. Um, so you'll find something called Top Taco. Top Taco is a customized tacos and nachos. So think uh, they're not a partner, but I'll use the name anyway. Think Chipotle for tacos, I guess, is the way to think about it. Um, right. So you could have like Korean brisket tacos. That's Adobe what I was chicken. hoping you'd say. You know, you could have Adobe chicken tacos. You can have way over the top combinations where you can personalize it and stuff like that. Uh, so, so that's more traditional. But again, build your own. Well, you don't build it yourself, but you point it to being built in the same kind of style. On the way other end of the thing, and this is, I'll actually call it out. Section 104, you got to go check this out. So write it down. Section 104, we're going to have cookie nachos. I'm, I'm sorry, what? Cookie nachos. What the hell is that? <laughs> so it, it, so like build your own nachos, which you can have in the top tacos. So top tacos is, is build your own tacos or build your own nachos. This is build your own nachos, but with dessert ingredients. So you can have cookies, ice cream, et cetera. And it looks like a nacho, you know, those giant nachos we've done in the past. Yeah. So it looks like that kind of plate, but it's a dessert with cookies in it as the chips. Oh my Lord. There's ugh, those Barracuda games. Those kids are going to be on fire. I, I can't <laughs> wait for some of the pictures on Instagram. Oh boy. All right. So maybe two <laughs> other things. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't. I guess I don't mind hinting. Uh, actually, one uh, for those of you that are uh, club oriented, um, and you the where the lounge where the BMW lounge entrances as well. You may remember that uh, we had two two BMW cars there. Yes, those BMW cars are gone uh, for this season and going forward, and we rebranded into something called a marketplace, which is um, kind of like a self service lounge. It's got a bar in there. It's got grab and go beverage. It's got food off its merchandise. It's a little bit of a everything within it. So obviously it's not going to have full merchandise because that's what a store is for, but it's going to have some merchandise. It's not going to have full food, but it's going to have a selection of everything else in the building of grab and go. And it's uh, very much of a pay on the way out. Eventually it may want turn into one of these Amazon style stores. It's not there on, on launch. We're not quite there where you get registered on the way in, so we know who you are. You can pick up whatever you want, and on the way out, you get charged. That's the vision. Like it. I, okay, I want to see that. Um, so, so one last hint for food and beverage, and then because there's so many cool things happening. Um, we have a new pizza vendor this year. 
Okay, this is like what the fourth in in five seasons. <laughs> no, we had one long-standing partner, which was controversial. That was with us a long time. Controversial. There's nothing. Oh, oh, you mean controversial because they are no longer a partner? No, I don't. You're talking about a foreign than that pizza we get. Yes. Uh, no, we we substituted for them a long time ago. Okay. So, uh, do you want to guess who our new pizza? partner is well uh okay so the four in the net company is gone uh the 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 pizza factory was the the one that subs for them yeah the but the i at one point there was a michi's at one point oh please if you say bebo's my head is going to explode i'm not going to say bebo's and your head does not have to explode oh i love bebo's um lay it on me blue line i'm not familiar oh Oh, wait a minute hold on they're in campbell right correct I've never had them. Campbell, Los Gatos. I think they have a downtown San Jose. There, there are like five or six of them, I think. All right. See, yeah, my go-to is Bebo's. Love that one. But I, I'm always down to try a new pie. Yeah. So we'll be – oh. Uh, we will also tip our hats to our friends in Chicago, and you'll be able to get deep dish this year, I think. Actually, that's an unconferred mover. I, don't, I think – I'm trying to remember. I think we'll have deep dish this year. Don't care? You know what? No, I'm a, I'm a purist. Okay, I'm for a, all you guys you know, listening go- to this, if you like deep dish, you, you should go. mock AJ in the same way he mocks me about pineapple. <laughs> That's right. No, it's a, I go back to uh, what John Stewart says. It's a, you call it deep dish pizza, Chicago-style pizza, stuffed pizza. So you know what we call this? Pizza. So, you know, okay, fair That's enough. it. <laughs> So let's move back then for a minute about um, the unprecedented season. Yep. Um, how have season ticket renewals gone and, and how are sales looking so far? And, and I ask from a couple different viewpoints. First off, wanting to know if you think that, you know, COVID could still have an impact uh, on fans, maybe not feeling comfortable in a crowded indoor venue quite yet, yep. uh, despite the fact that, California, I believe, leads the charge when it comes to being fully vaxxed. Um, the other thing, and the, again, this is kind of a devil's advocate. And, and of course, the reason why I ask is because, this, like I said, despite having the best record in baseball, the Giants are struggling with attendance. They're not the sellouts that they're used to. But people being home for the bubble playoff and then the season that occurred, uh, you know, starting January through May of this year. Is there a concern that fans may have gotten comfortable with the experience of watching from home versus, you know, is there a little something to try to get them back out? You know, they might've said, Hey, that money that I would have spent on tickets this year, I bought this ridiculously large TV and this is great. What can you do to, to get the fans energized about coming back to seeing live sports? So AJ, first of all, Fans have to do what they're comfortable with. I, if someone's not comfortable coming back, I 100% respect that. There's no way, I mean, as you probably heard, even through the COVID season last year, health and safety for us comes first. We closed early, opened late. Uh, even when we opened, we opened under our theoretical capacity. I mean, so I do expect there to be a maybe even significant fraction of fans and guests that aren't quite ready yet. And Will they be ready by January? Potentially. Will they be ready by spring? I, I don't know. So come back when you're ready. Um, but recognize that we're, we've done a ton of stuff 
to try to make it as safe as it can be. We think we actually have the safest indoor venue in North America. Hard to prove that. Uh, you saw we applied, went through this rigorous GBAC process from the global biohazard community, making sure that we had the vents and the airflow and all that. Um, turns out we can actually exchange all the air in the bowl in under two minutes. It's pretty fantastic at what we can actually do inside out. Um, we, you know, the standard kind of high-grade HEPA filters that you read about on airplanes are in the building as well, et cetera. Um, you know, we're only letting vaxxed people in, no exceptions, um, which makes it still, you know, vax to vax can, can pass it from what we read online, but a lot less than unvaxed. Uh, we're asking you to wear your mask, remember, except for when you're actively. So we're reducing the number of interactions. No place is going to be perfect, um, There's but we're pushing hard on the health and safety stuff to encourage people. But back to the question you asked. Um, yeah, we're, we're below uh, renewal rates. I think I've said publicly in a good year, we get a renewal rate of 88 to 89%, maybe in a fantastic year, it's like 90 or 91%. Um, yeah, people move out of the Bay Area. You can't expect those people to renew. And we have a, the culture here in Silicon Valley is people go and stuff like that. So we aim for like an 89 to 90% renewal. That's, that's quite good. Um, in a terrible year, We'll see 84, 83, and we were just above that. I, I've forgotten the number. I think the last time I announced publicly, it was a little bit about 85, but renewals continue to trickle in. I don't know that we've gotten to 86 yet because I just haven't looked in the last couple of weeks, but we're trending there. What I am finding interesting is we're seeing a fair number of new. We're actually not behind where we hope to be. We're roughly at in terms of new, but the the mix of new is different. Uh, we're seeing a ton of half season plans as opposed to full season plans. Um, we're seeing a ton of people buying shark packs. I mean, I, this might be an all time year for shark pack sales compared. I, I don't, I haven't been here for 30 years, so I don't know about the 30 year history, but about eight or nine of it is digitized and we can compare it pretty easily as well, which makes sense because if you're hesitant, you may not be want to be able to sign up for a, but you don't want to lose the fact you've been in the building 10, 15 years. So we're, we're giving people recognition, just be a customer and we'll, we'll figure it out with you as well. Um, so, you know, I, it, it's early still, we got what, three weeks, 16, yeah, we had three weeks to go, but opening night looks like it'll be a sellout. There's still tickets available, but if I can, we look at sales trends, sell by date, if it continues at this pace, and I think, barring a spike here in Silicon Valley, right? Because we're on a trend down. If you look at the, which I do, maybe I shouldn't. Maybe it's like your stock portfolio. You should never look at it on a daily basis. Yeah. Um, but if we continue on the trend we're in, we'll have a sellout. And uh, maybe I should just say this. Uh, we have some pretty cool welcome back uh, experiences going. Our mental model is this is a playoff game. Obviously, it's not a playoff game. But that's our, so we're not promoting it like a playoff game, but we're programming it like a playoff game. Okay. And so your, your, uh, your favorite light show effect might show up, but in a very unusual way. All right. We're going to come back to that in a minute because uh, eyes on your own paper. Um, the, uh, oh, and let's just knock this out of the way. Uh, if you're a smoker, there is no place for you to smoke. There is not. Yeah. That that's all gone out the window. Okay, just getting that clarified. Uh, Vegas 
held a fan. I'm unfamiliar of that franchise. (laughs) Vegas held a fan fest event this uh, over the last uh, couple of weeks or so. Is there going to be a point that we ever get to the fan fest that we're all used to, or at least my guess is this, this season, there'll be such tight restrictions on interaction with players. We won't get that kind of, Stand in the line for 20 minutes trying to get so and so's autograph. Yeah. Um, will it come back next season? I certainly hope so. And, you know, there's no guarantees in life, but this season, the number of interaction fans, I, I can't say it'll be zero, but it'll be very small. Yeah. No, I, I totally get that. But it was, but, but was we're just... doing something weird and different and unusual, right? You know about the skills showcase. Are you coming? Uh, skills showcase October 10th. Good memory. Yes. Yes. Uh, I, I think I do plan to be there. Who do you think is going to win the hardest shot contest? Uh, well, it depends on who's participating. Uh, well, assume everyone participated. Who would you think would win? Oh, boy. You know, I'd probably lean towards Burnsy, but uh, yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that would be my go-to. Okay. So we have to hold him off. And not let him do the hardest shot. So we have a competition with everybody else. Okay. Yeah. That's what I would go with. Um, so, okay. Let's move on to that fun stuff you were talking about just a moment ago. Uh, what promotions are in store coming up? We know about the welcome back pack. And I know that some people got confused by that name. Cause they're like, wait a minute, a backpack. And I'm yeah. like, no, 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 no. It's a package welcoming you back. So any details as, as to what, would be included yes oh any details you want me to divulge today well let me let me start with this we all know that fan appreciation in 2019 was supposed to have a or i'm sorry in 2020 supposed to have a hurdle bobblehead on the final game would that be one of the options in i don't know colombo So that's a yes. Uh, Anyway. (laughs) Um, And we've seen six Jersey Knights announced so far. Yes. Um, So far is the operative word. Yes. Um, Any hints or can you like just just yes or no? You don't have to say what teams, but can can fan. It seems like it's been a little while, hot minute since we've seen a Bay Area Unite evening at the tank. You don't have to say if it's Giants, A's, Warriors, Earthquakes, 49ers, whatever. I think think it's safe to say that there will be something unexpected this year that will involve another Bay Area team. But you're you're thinking too traditional in the way you're asking me the question. Uh, So you're trying to say George Kittle is going to like suit up for a game? Is that what you're... (laughs) You don't want me to spoil a surprise, but it's not a traditional approach is what I will tell you. All right. Um, remember part of what we try to do is experiment and try out things in, in ways that surprise and delight fans, those that people really love. Then we bring back again, those that people go, eh, that didn't work. Then we just don't do it again. Example, yeah. we did augmented reality bobbleheads. We thought they were cool as heck. Mostly people yawned. Eh, I don't really care about the augmented reality. So we didn't do them again. Uh, maybe we did it twice, I guess. Yeah, it was Couture and somebody. Yeah, yeah, Logan was the one I remember. I don't Maybe remember. Pavelski. <laughs> yeah, doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> so, um, 
But, but there will be additional things announced during the season. I will tell you, for those of you who go, why don't you just tell me now, is like every other business on the planet, we're dealing with supply chain problems. Things just take forever to get here. So frankly, on opening night, the store won't even have all the merchandise we want in it. It's just things are stuck in container ships. We even see some things still in LA. So we're pushing it and then getting them to Oakland. Then we have to get them here. So it just, unfortunately, I know you'll yell on me on Twitter anyway, not necessarily you, but it's just the reality of the world we live in. It's And so we don't want to announce any giveaways where we don't actually have them in hand yet because we don't know when they're going to show up. Yeah, well, you know, everybody has the Amazon mindset. What do you mean it can't be here in two days? What are you talking about? Right. <laughs> so we should expect some bobbleheads, some announcements, maybe, um, you know, a couple of the fun things. Well, again, I enjoy uh, a cocktail or two from time to time. Any idea about maybe bringing back the, you know, the boys night out, the girls night out thing with the beer and wine thing. And I mean, or just variations along those lines. We have some interesting new con uh, cocktails in the building. I think some of you may saw, maybe you didn't. Sharkarita is back, um, which is a shark themed margarita with a, a bit of an extra alcohol kick in it this time. Although I don't know if I should be saying that or on an open show or not. Um, and th there will be more and more bars serving unusual drinks. Oh, I like that. Um, now, we also remember that, you know, unfortunately, because of everything that happened, the Sharks really didn't get to take advantage of having their 30th season with the in the same fanfare right. that was used for the 25th and bringing back uh, alumni and, and doing promotions for that. Is there anything that... Uh, that you can uh, unfortunately all the things we had planned we can't really do because they involved player and alumni interaction and alumni aren't active players so we can't do it as well so 30th year is unfortunately passed and it was a what about the 30th year at the tank we just forget well, those two years at the cow palace <laughs> i know there's some fans that would really like to forget that second year at the cow palace <laughs> way to go colombo you may be stealing my bacon for this interview next year uh oh hey now all right uh <laughs> oh you talked about in-game presentation a little bit ago whether it's lights or whatnot um oh new 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 in-game host gonna be debuted that's just what i was about to again oh. eyes on your own paper so it's going to be a new host the uh, responsibilities will not fall back to Danny Miller. No. All Danny right. Miller is still with us. Best yeah. voice on announcer. No offense, AJ, but no, oh, he'll be he's... a new arena host. Ah, I shouldn't, I shouldn't spoil so, it. Cause that's who, part of the opening night. Uh, activities. I was going to say who, who is the new host and why isn't it me? You didn't apply for the job. I didn't see it come down through my Twitter feed, but okay. Okay. While we're on this, um, yeah. uh, for those who haven't noticed, notice that fan appreciation night this year is against the Hawks. I'm trying to do this by memory. I think it's Saturday, April 23rd. So it's not the last home game. It's not the last game of the season. That's going to throw people off. But if you specifically are coming for all the cool things we do for fan appreciation night, recognize it's the 23rd, not, not the last game. Yeah, it's because the last game is like on a Tuesday this year. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. That is uh, assuming that the Olympics happen. So, if the Olympics do not happen, uh, is the NHL have some, or is it just going to be like, yeah, you know what, NHL is just taking a two week break, man. We all could use it. 
I mean, ultimately not my decision, Gary and the rest of the league will decide, but my educated guess is if the Olympics don't happen for whatever reason, COVID outbreaks, et cetera, I do think the schedule will be moved in. Now, whether the last four games will be moved in there or they'll shift them all to be determined, but I do think there'll be some shuffling. Okay. Um, can you offer any update to the downtown West expansion? Has there been anything since the last we've spoke, anything with the city? I'm assuming you still control lots A, B, and C right now? We do. Um, so, I mean, tons of discussions and meetings. I think the last time you and I talked, or maybe that was when I was all over TV for a while, we'd gone from hugely disappointed to, okay, we're moving in the right direction again. Yeah. Uh, I think I also mentioned that our primary issue right now is less about the number of parking spots because I think over time we've gotten closer to figuring out how that will work, but more now about access of making sure that the appropriate streets are not shut down um, so that you can actually get here as well. Um, And then secondarily a construction mitigation plan, as it's called chimp for short, Um, everything has an acronym, uh, which is making sure that Google's construction, the rest of the downtown West constructions, BART's construction, high-speed rails construction, Arena Green West. There's like seven projects. If they were all to happen at the same time, and unfortunately, since they're all independent, they could happen at the same time. Literally all four sides of the building could have dump trucks on it at the same time, and you couldn't even walk here. Um, the, the, and so that's less of a particular entity. The city has stepped up uh, and said, yes, we recognize that we're the only entity that can solve that. They're working on a plan. I don't want to announce on their behalf. It would be irresponsible for me, but I, they recognize that's a key issue. And they're, we've been working with them, not me again, but almost on a daily basis. It's more like twice or three times a week. And I'm at the moment optimistic that those will work out. So for this coming season, fans that- Should be no eight- interruption whatsoever. You should not, you might occasionally see uh, people boring into Santa Clara to test soil and stuff like that in preparation for the BART line. You might, but that's mostly if you're here during the day. Uh, by the time of five o'clock, it's all gone. Even next season, at most, it'll be modest kind of thing. Um, the, the real impact, if it happens, is, is essentially three seasons from now. Okay. Um, and, and frankly, if you ask me today, based on what I know now, it'll be modest at worst, but to be determined, right? We're still working through it. All right, let me uh, get to the, uh, the the part I've been waiting for. Okay. <laughs> you know, my, I mean, hello. Uh, we're we're a, a group of hockey uh, jersey geeks over Wait, here. you like jerseys? I didn't know that. We, we do, just a scotch. Uh, we've seen Adidas go from out of zero, climb a light, arrow ready. Now it's prime green, which I understand is kind of a, a newer version of the parlay jersey that was used. Uh, in the 2019 All-Star Game at San Jose, where it used recycled materials and whatnot. Um, Last season, we saw Stealth go on hiatus because we had Reverse Retro and the 30th Heritage. Uh, Stealth is returning this season. Correct. So my 20-part question is... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, the so Prime Green has come out. In the photos that have been uh, that have come out of media day and the first day of training camp, there looks to be some slight, ever so slight changes. Uh, the The logo seems to have a little more depth to it on the crest. The patches on the shoulders seem to feature a little bit more. Well, feature some embroidery 
and be a scotch bigger, which we're kind of gotten used to seeing from the warm-up jerseys where the patches are a little oversized. So let's start there. The teal and white new prime green jerseys, and I'm assuming that the stealth will be the same. Um, what are what are differences should fans be on the look for? So I won't completely scoop Adidas, who is going to be, I think, teasing some stuff this afternoon and uh, uh, announcing, I can't remember, it's either Monday or Tuesday of next week. So we're only a couple of days away from the big unveil from Adidas. But there's something fundamentally different about the jersey in the area that you guessed, but maybe even more than that. Um, and because of the difference in how this jersey is constructed, et cetera, that causes a number of changes to elements that are put on the jersey and how well. So you noticed, which I can't officially confirm, but you noticed two things that felt different to you. Mm -hmm. Because of the photos, you can't have noticed all the things just yet. So there'll be you know, a handful of things that look different because of the jersey itself. The jersey itself, uh, based on having listened to some of your tirades, uh, I think you will like the construction of this jersey uh, and where it's going. I hope you like the small changes um, because they are a little bit different. But anytime we change anything, people complain. So, you know, there's always that as well. I mean, the photos I've seen so far, I love the changes. I love the the, the larger patches. I love that it's uh, embroidered. I like that the, from what, again, like I, I look at that logo. As, as soon as I saw the crest on those jerseys, I immediately went to my closet and I'm going, wait, that looks different. You yeah, know? it is. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm... And some subtle ways, but the combination of those makes it seem more different than it is, if that makes any sense. Okay. Um, so, but the but the hit now. Oh, sorry. You have another jersey question. Go ahead. Uh, no, no, no. You continue. We'll get to my next one. But but this is a step of experimentation for us. So next season, you should expect even more changes for both Cuda and Sharks. And had we not been stuck in a pandemic, maybe some of the Sharks changes would have shown up a bit early. Oh. Okay. All right. Now, now that changes my questioning. Just, just no, ask your original question. Uh, well, the first thing I want to know is, and I, and I know that this may be a league thing or an Adidas thing, but I see it asked constantly. Can fans expect white jerseys to be available for sale in stores again? Cause you, you just don't see them Yeah. ever, ever since the Adidas transition. So it is true. Uh, there's not enough white bothers me as well. Actually, as a fan, I think most of you by now know that I was a fan long before I joined the franchise. Um, I have white jerseys from 10 years ago, but none from like the last seven or eight years. Um, so I, I think it's safe to say you will start seeing more white, but not as soon as I would like. All right. Um, and, and you won't see enough on opening night for sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, like, you, I mean, supply chain, you, you covered that. Um, Teal, white, stealth. Is there going to be a fourth jersey next season for this? You asked me season? this once, and I said, "Why not a fifth? Uh, yeah, but you didn't come through on that one. There was no fifth. It was just the four. It's because it, there, <laughs> there was a fifth. Something got in the way. Ah, would it by any chance have been a white heritage that everybody? I have no is idea what you're talking about. Oh. Uh, 
perhaps something with a screaming sharks logo on the front i don't know um let's okay. say uh doug bentz who many of you know because he's been on with aj as well who runs marketing for us he's our cmo involved in a lot of our digital efforts as well and i both believe in uh giving the fans what they want on the jersey side how about i'll leave it at that oh uh, that's what we love to hear <laughs> now oh this again this is something else that has come up uh through social media i'm sure you're aware of a few weeks back uh the nhl announced that advertisements would be added to the jerseys for next season logos uh, not really advertising but yes well yeah okay logos whether it would be like you know like an sap patch or whoever the the particular sponsor is um those will be for on ice jerseys only or those would not also those logos would not also be on the one sold at the store. Is that correct? No, that is not correct. Really? Because okay, because there's been a lot of debate about that. They said it wouldn't that, be on that the is ones. up to each club to determine. Oh, that is not an NHL thing. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if I was allowed to say that, but I said it anyway. All righty, because I well, one of the things that I have noticed with the photos coming out from all the different training camps, uh, the Kraken have their their advertising partner um, or their partner's advert, whatever you want to call it, logo uh, is on there. But so far, I've seen the Sharks. There's no logo on the helmet, and no logo on their practice jersey as of now. As of now, yeah. So we'll we'll see if that changes. But there's remember, we believe in a little bit of drama and surprise. Uh, oh no, you guys know how to draw stuff out. Let me let you know. <laughs> There's been a lot of times you've come late to the party, my friend. Um, and speaking of which the coyotes have returned yeah. to their original Kachina. Yeah. Uh, love it. Love everything about it. The Ottawa senators have returned to their original crest, the Anaheim ducks. Have done a rollout featuring their, you know, beautiful '90s duck bill goalie mask thing. Tell me something is in the pipeline to Judd, even if it's just a third jersey that has the the original, the jersey behind me hanging here with the chomp font, the the original circle fin, the original crest. It doesn't have to go back full time to that, but just just a little something. You'd have to ask Kevin Smith. Oh, boy. Let me guess. He already has the jersey, right? It's going to be in the film. <laughs> oh, he's not going to tell us, folks. He's not doing it. I'm not. All right. So uh, then with that, uh, we thank you very much for joining us yet again. Thank My pleasure, you. AJ. Uh, love the updates. Uh, love the, uh, the mystery the the hint of ultra a little bit of tease yes a yes, little bit of tease i there are some people are gonna go oh my god just tell us and uh but yeah no they, come on they, what's the fun in that yeah you, some people don't need to go to the last page of the book they don't need to peek behind the curtain they just enjoy what happens so exactly i respect that so again thank you very much for joining us and uh, we will see you at the tank we'll see you at the tank